Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to the party, pal. You're my boy, boo. Yo, ancient, A podcast with interviews of amazing guests from the world of pop culture. Oh, yeah. TV. Nice. Movies. Oh, I love the movies. Comedy and more. From deep inside the Man Cave, your host, Elias. Jacob, welcome to the cave. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me. Exciting times, man. Listeners, viewers, and tunes interview. They're going to see you as Peter on Showtime's uh, Let the Right One In. Man, this, that show's been getting a lot of hype and everything. What's your thoughts about all this? I mean, I I think that a lot of the people that I got to work with on that really, I, I mean, I've seen how much work they've put in, and I'm so happy to be able to see that it's it's getting so much positive praise for like the writer and the show, the showrunner alike, and a lot of the other actors that I got to work with. They've just all been amazing. That's awesome. We're going to jump more into this show in a little bit, but I was trying to do some research on you, and I, I can't find a lot of things on you, but the one question <laughs> I have for you is, uh, what made you get to the acting world? What made you go for this? So my my family's always been pretty big into the whole acting thing. Like my dad originally was an actor. Now he's a writer, director, producer, and my mom's a casting director. So okay. when, when I was seven, my mom was looking for a seven-year-old boy that could cry and I used to cry and cry and cry about dinosaurs and how I hated the carnivores and all that fun stuff. So I, I went in, tried and absolutely fell in love with it. Wow. Was there like, were you like, uh, you said your parents were into, into the entertainment industry, but was there like somebody else that you're like a TV show or a movie that also that you, was one of your favorites? You were like, oh my God, like, yes, this is what I want to go for. You know, surprisingly, a lot of my favorite TV shows have been animated shows. Okay. I loved Avatar The Last Airbender. I loved Arcane, if you've seen that on Netflix. That one's really great. And then I also then moving into other sides is like Euphoria, Westworld. I've 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 enjoyed how okay. much creative liberty they've taken with those. Wow. Have you thought about voiceover work too? I have. I have. If if I get the opportunity to go into it, I, I totally would. Even voicing for like a video game character. That sounds pretty fun. Are you a big video game fan? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I've I've been playing video games with my brother for basically my whole life. What's your system? What's your favorite game these days? Ooh, uh, obviously Minecraft. I mean, that's always a great one. I've been playing a lot of Valorant, if you know what that is, and also League of Legends. Oh, wow. Uh, what, what system do you enjoy? Uh. Actually, I used to be Xbox, then did a little bit of PS4 here and there with some friends, yeah. and now PC. Oh, that's awesome. What do you enjoy more now, Xbox or PC, you think? A lot of people like the PC gaming. Yeah. I, I Originally, when I was playing on Xbox, I was like, no way playing on PC would be better. And now, anytime I play on a controller, I'm like, how did I used to aim with this? This is crazy. <laughs> There's no way. It feels so difficult now. That's awesome. So, uh, yeah, let's talk, talk about your series, uh, Let the Right One In. Uh, how were you approached uh, for the show? Tell us about it. So originally it just came as an audition and and I didn't really get to know much about it. And I hadn't seen the original film before. Mm. Um, but as I started to kind of move along and and got to the point where I ended up getting the role, I, I ended up out in a cabin with some of my friends and we found that there was a DVD of the Swedish film of Let the Right One In. And I was like, uh-huh. we have to watch this. And finally, I kind of got to see what this story was really based off of. And and then coming in and reading the scripts, it was really great to see how it was adapted to from like an hour and a half to like 10 hours. Right. Now, was this a live audition or was it like through Zoom or self-tape? So my first audition was self-tape. I just... Right set it up in my room with my parents and we got it filmed. And, and the second one was 
was a zoom call. So we, we got to, I got to meet everybody and take some direction. And, and that was very nice. I mentioned you played Peter. Uh, what kind of description were you given for Peter? Hmm. Originally I wasn't given much of a description. I also kind of didn't really know what Peter was. It was really, right. it was really kind of mystical, so to speak. I, I, I got to read a few things about this character and I knew that I knew that he would go through some, some brutal things in the beginning of the story. And like, right. he would quite look like himself. Um, but, but that's pretty much what I got. And, and now that I've been able to play him, I, I definitely have what I would describe Peter as for sure. Right. Now I know it's a, it was based off a movie, but it's also based off a novel. Did you like try to read the novel or anything? Is your character in the novel or was he created for the show, the movie? So, so my, my character is completely created for the show. Every, every other adaptation, it it doesn't have Peter Logan. So in the show, it, it starts to take you down some new routes and some new avenues, which I, I really enjoy. I I don't think they've really been done in a vampire space before, especially Mm. in the way that, um, the showrunner has been doing it. And so being able to read it, I've always loved vampires, but it's really cool to be able to see vampires in, in such a human story, instead of looking at the things that make them so different from being human, it's looking at the things that make them similar to humans and how they don't get to be human. What do you think the fascination is with like the vampires? Cause people love the movies of the shows. You know, I think originally what it was, was just the romance of, of, oh my gosh, is a vampire and they, they yeah. could turn at any moment. But um, as, as I've been able to watch it progress and, and see some new things that are coming out, I think, I think one of the fascinations is, is that they look like us, but they aren't us. It's yeah. like, it's one of those things that as you're watching the story, there's so much mystery because every character that you see, you go, wait, is that, wait a minute. And and you kind of start to question your own idea of what yeah. is going and especially like if people tune in to watch this show, it's like this show is a little more dark compared to other shows we've seen before. Yeah, one hundred percent. But I think, I think the way in which it's dark, I really enjoy because I've 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 seen some some films that take it all the way, and I'm like, mm. whoa, maybe I didn't need that much. And and the amount that Let the Right One In does, I feel like it's, I, I guess for lack of a better word, tasteful. It's. Yeah. It's there to really progress the story and let you understand the stakes, but it's not there to just make you go, Ooh, Oh my gosh. Like what the heck? Right. So like throughout the series, like in the beginning, you see your character, you know, he goes through a lot, you know, like uh, he lost, he loses his father uh, early season, you know, like uh, how do you describe like the emotions for your character throughout the first few episodes? I actually really enjoyed that because it's, it's a very interesting kind of dilemma seeing how much Peter has been relying on his, dad for so long but to also see the things that kind of went wrong and were strained in their relationship and and part of the reason why i also really enjoy the writing is that the characters have flaws is that maybe maybe the amount that i dislike my father wasn't what he deserved like he he really did care about me and he was trying to progress and get me better and just give me a life that i didn't quite get to have and and i kind of returned with with a lot of harsh negative emotions but i mean that's that's kind of how real life is so i i writing that can be so grounded in reality and also we see you with uh grace which plays claire's your sister Uh, like i don't know if like you want to see like guys butt heads through in the through the show but there's a lot of like emotions with you too yeah i mean i mean she as a character and i mean 
not even getting into her as a person. She is yeah. just the most wonderful, amazing person. And I'm so grateful that I got to work with her. She really made the experience of going out to New York alone so much easier. And yeah. I'm really grateful for that. But anyways, going into the character, um, she she kind of was my mom. Like she she really was the one that was there through everything. And she was always the one that made sure I was okay and made sure I was up on time and made sure I was fed. And so then to see her after so long, it... It, it's it's kind of interesting because you kind of get to watch these moral dilemmas that we're put into and we kind of shift back and forth as to like who you could agree with and who you don't. And right. you no, know, you get to see those nuances. I got to know, uh, is that makeup, the burn marks? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. It's, yeah. it's, um it's foam prosthetics okay. and a lot of latex as well. And so I, when, when we first started and, also, the special effects artists, Crystal and Mel, they were absolutely amazing. They definitely made that process a lot easier on me, too. But, um, yeah, so at first, I think it was about three hours on, hour and a half wow. off. As as the season progresses, we got faster at it. And so it got to around maybe hour and a half on, 40 minutes off-ish. Wow. Any challenges with all that stuff on, trying to do like your job at the same time? Yes. Um, there, there, there was definitely a lot of challenges with the makeup on me. And then also the challenges of, I had just turned 18 and then moved to New York from Utah alone. Yeah. And so, so definitely going out there for that season was, it, it was a, it was a tough one having all that makeup on and trying to still really reflect while feeling like you aren't quite yourself. And, but I guess in a way it kind of helped with the character because he isn't himself like mm. as, a, as a person you going through that you really wouldn't feel in your own skin what's your favorite moment so far in the series you think oh man i i love in the first episode i love when i love when isaiah and eleanor first kind of I, I i love the snicker part i love that <laughs> like i can't eat chocolate but you could eat it and i can watch i I love that. And then actually, funnily enough, I think some of my other favorite moments are in episode 10 that comes out this Friday. So can't really talk about this. What's been like the feedback from like family, friends, or even like just like random fans hitting you up on social media? So from family and friends, I, I definitely have a lot of family that's very into the Hallmark side of film. Okay. And this this isn't quite their their cup of tea, but they're they're still watching along and and cheering for me. And it's 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 nice to see that they even though the show makes them go, ooh, okay, it's nice to see that they're still there and watching and supporting. Um and and funnily enough, I haven't really been reached out too much about mm. character. I, I think a lot of it I was in makeup, so it's it's kind of hard to to really find the person behind it. Yeah. Tell us about your experience on the panel. Cause it looked like you had a great time on the panel. Yeah, no, that was super fun to be able to go to Comic-Con and, and sit up there and be able to watch the first episode and see some people's reactions. Um, and also something that was really fun about that is I never quite, I mean, obviously there were moments where I was working with other characters in the show and yeah, kind of got to hear their take on their character, but to then go up on the panel and really hear what the character means to them mm -hmm. 
it was it was very cool to be able to see that a character that's meant so much to me could affect somebody else's character that means so much to them. Right. Was that the first time you've been to like a comic con? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm surprised though because I've always I've always been pretty big into video games and and a bunch of that whole area. So I'm surprised I haven't been before. Now, did you get a chance to do like a signing or anything too for the show? I mean, while we were out front waiting for it, I okay. there were a few things that were signed, but um, we never quite got an opportunity to go out and meet some people and sign some stuff. But that would have been really fun. Right. So we have episode 10 coming up this week. Uh, has there been any word about a season two? Have they said anything to you? Or is this under hush hush? You can't say anything again. I actually don't know. I I I think that the story that has been written definitely deserves a season two from okay. what I was able to read and how I've been able to watch it. I, I think that I think that it definitely deserves a season two. And I'm I'm hoping. Yeah. Now what's uh what's next for you? Any other projects you're allowed to tell us about that you're gonna work on or you have coming out? So um recently I've I've been doing a lot of home stuff, like moved out with my brother and and got this place and basically just trying to kind of stock this place and get all the things that you don't realize you need when you first move out. Like, Oh shoot, I don't have utensils or right. oh, I don't have this or oh, I don't have that. So it, it's been a lot of that recently and, and writing scripts and doing auditions when they come in, you know, yeah. sure. does, uh, does Jacob have a dream role that you want to play someday? Um, I mean, a film that's already been shot and isn't going to have a sequel, but, um, Call me by your name. Uh, I I love Elio. I I like. I think Timothy Chalamet is is one of my favorite actors. He he just feels so calm in front of the camera, and that's something I would love to be able to learn and and kind of put into the work. Because watching him, there's there's never a moment where I'm taken out of it. He's he's just really great at that, and I I think that that film just brings up a lot of really cool opportunities and and moments that I haven't been able to experience in acting that I would really love to. That's awesome. So we said episode 10 this Friday on Showtime. Last, how can the listeners and viewers find you on social media to keep up with you, hopefully about a season two announcement or future projects? So pretty much right now, the main thing for me is Instagram. I'm, I'm on there a good bit. It's just Jacob underscore Buster. And um, yeah, just posting some fun stuff with friends, new projects, new writing things, and, you know, just some of my life. Jacob, this was uh, great. Thank you for giving me a few minutes today. This was a blast. Yeah, thank you for having me. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, everybody. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening to the Man Cave Chronicles podcast. I finally get my man cave. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the MCC Podcast. And our website, themccpodcast.com. Until next time. Until next time.